This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How does God work through the church despite its many imperfections? Stay tuned to learn more about Bishop Claude Alexander's new book, Becoming the Church. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Zechariah chapter 2 through Zechariah chapter 5. Zechariah chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. Vision 3, the Surveyor. I looked again, and there was a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked, where are you going? He replied, to measure Jerusalem in order to determine its width and its length. At this point, the angelic messenger who spoke to me went out and another messenger came to meet him and said to him, hurry, speak to this young man as follows. Jerusalem will no longer be enclosed by walls because of the multitude of people and animals there. But I, the Lord says, will be a wall of fire surrounding Jerusalem and the source of glory in her midst. You there, flee from the Northland, says the Lord. For like the four winds of heaven, I have scattered you, says the Lord. Escape, Zion, you who live among the Babylonians. For the Lord of heaven's armies says, For his own glory, he has sent me to the nations that plundered you. For anyone who touches you touches the pupil of his eye. Yes, look here, I am about to punish them, so that they will be looted by their own slaves. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. Sing out and be happy, Zion, my daughter. For look, I have come. I will settle in your midst, says the Lord. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on the day of salvation, and they will also be my people. Indeed, I will settle in the midst of you all. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me to you. The Lord will take possession of Judah as his portion in the Holy Land, and he will choose Jerusalem once again. Be silent in the Lord's presence, all people everywhere, for he is being moved to action in his holy dwelling place. Zechariah chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Vision 4. The Priest. Next, I saw Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord with Satan, standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, May the Lord rebuke you, Satan. May the Lord, who has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you. Isn't this man like a burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood there before the angel. 
The angel spoke up to those standing all around, remove his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, I have freely forgiven your iniquity and will dress you in fine clothing. Then I spoke up, let a clean turban be put on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood nearby. Then the angel of the Lord exhorted Joshua solemnly. The Lord of heaven's army says, if you follow my ways and keep my requirements, you will be able to preside over my temple and attend to my courtyards. And I will allow you to come and go among these others who are standing by you. Listen now, Joshua the high priest, both you and your colleagues who are sitting before you, all of you are a symbol that I am about to introduce my servant, the branch. As for the stone I have set before Joshua, on the one stone there are seven eyes. I am about to engrave an inscription on it, says the Lord of heaven's armies, to the effect that I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day. In that day, says the Lord of heaven's armies, everyone will invite his friend to fellowship under his vine and under his fig tree. Zechariah chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Vision 5. The Menorah. The angelic messenger who had been speaking with me then returned and woke me, as a person is awakened from sleep. He asked me, what do you see? I replied, I see a menorah of pure gold with a receptacle at the top. There are seven lamps at the top, with seven pipes going to the lamps. There are also two olive trees beside it, one on the right of the receptacle and the other on the left. Then I asked the messenger who spoke with me, What are these, sir? He replied, Don't you know what these are? So I responded, No, sir. Therefore he told me, This is the Lord's message to Zerubbabel. Not by strength, and not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Oracle of Response What are you, you great mountain? Because of Zerubbabel, you will become a level plain, and he will bring forth the temple capstone with shoutings of grace, grace, because of this. Moreover, the Lord's message came to me as follows. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this temple, and his hands will complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me to you. For who dares make light of small beginnings? These seven eyes will joyfully look on the tin tablet in Zerubbabel's hand. These are the eyes of the Lord, which constantly range across the whole earth. Next, I asked the messenger, what are these two olive trees on the right and the left of the menorah? Before he could reply, I asked again, what are these two extensions of the olive trees, which are emptying out the golden oil through the two golden pipes? He replied, don't you know what these are? And I said, no, sir. So he said, these are the two anointed ones who stand by the Lord of the whole earth. Zechariah chapter 5 beginning at verse 1. Vision 6, the flying scroll. Then I turned to look, and there was a flying scroll. Someone asked me, what do you see? I replied, I see a flying scroll 30 feet long and 15 feet wide. The speaker went on to say, this is a curse traveling across the whole earth. For example, according to the curse, whoever steals will be removed from the community. Or on the other hand, according to the curse, whoever swears falsely will suffer the same fate. I will send it out, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and it will enter the house of the thief and of the person who swears falsely in my name. It will land in the middle of his house and destroy both timber and stones. Vision 7, the Ephah. After this, the angelic messenger who had been speaking to me went out and said, Look, see what is leaving. I asked, What is it? And he replied, It is a basket for measuring grain that is moving away from here. Moreover, he said, This is their eye throughout all the earth. Then a round lead cover was raised up, revealing a woman sitting inside the basket. He then said, this woman represents wickedness. And he pushed her down into the basket and placed the lead cover on top. 
Then I looked again and saw two women going forth with the wind in their wings. They had wings like those of a stork, and they lifted up the basket between the earth and the sky. I asked the messenger who was speaking to me, where are they taking the basket? He replied, to build a temple for her in the land of Babylonia. When it is finished, she will be placed there in her own residence. New Testament reading, Revelation chapter 2, verses 12 through Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. Revelation chapter 2, beginning at verse 12, to the church in Pergamum. To the angel of the church in Pergamum, write the following. This is a solemn pronouncement of the one who has a sharp, double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan's throne is, yet you continue to cling to my name, and you have not denied your faith in me. Even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed in your city where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. You have some people there who follow the teaching of Balaam, who instructed Balak to put a stumbling block before the people of Israel, so they would eat food sacrificed to idols and commit sexual immorality. In the same way, there are also some among you who follow the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Therefore, repent. If not, I will come against you quickly and make war against those people with the sword of my mouth. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give him some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone. And on that stone will be written a new name that no one can understand except the one who receives it. To the angel of the church in Thyatira, write the following. This is a solemn pronouncement of the Son of God, the one who has eyes like a fiery flame and whose feet are like polished bronze. I know your deeds, your love, faith, service, and steadfast endurance. In fact, your more recent deeds are greater than your earlier ones, but I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and by her teaching deceives my servants to commit sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent, but she is not willing to repent of her sexual immorality. Look, I am throwing her onto a bed of violent illness and those who commit adultery with her into terrible suffering unless they repent of her deeds. Furthermore, I will strike her followers with a deadly disease and then all the churches will know that I am the one who searches minds and hearts. I will repay each one of you what your deeds deserve. But to the rest of you and Thyatira, all who do not hold to this teaching, who have not learned the so-called deep secrets of Satan, to you I say, I do not put any additional burden on you. However, hold on to what you have until I come. And to the one who conquers and who continues in my deeds until the end, I will give him authority over the nation. He will rule them with an iron rod, and like clay jars he will break them to pieces. Just as I have received the right to rule from my father, I will give him the morning star, the one who has an ear. Better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. To the church in Sardis. To the angel of the church in Sardis, write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the one who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds, that you have a reputation, that you are alive, but in reality you are dead. Wake up then and strengthen what remains that was about to die, because I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of my God. Therefore, remember what you received and heard and obey it and repent. If you do not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will never know at what hour I will come against you. 
but you have a few individuals in Sardis who have not stained their clothes and they will walk with me dressed in white because they are worthy. The one who conquers will be dressed like them in white clothing and I will never erase his name from the book of life, but will declare his name before my father and before his angels. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches, to the church in Philadelphia. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the Holy One, the true one who holds the key of David, who opens doors no one can shut and shuts doors no one can open. I know your deeds. Look, I have put in front of you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength but you have obeyed my word and have not denied my name. Listen, I am going to make those people from the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews yet are not, but are lying. Look, I will make them come and bow down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Because you have kept my admonition to endure steadfastly, I will also keep you from the hour of testing that is about to come on the whole world to test those who live on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one can take away your crown. The one who conquers, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will never depart from it. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, that comes down out of heaven from my God, and my new name as well. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God of heaven, thank you, O God, for these passages, O God, uh, that that, uh, give us uh, insights into the visions of things to come, O God. Thank you, O God, for your faithfulness and your steadfast mercy and compassion, O God. Thank you for the promise of redeeming your people and taking care of your people that though they have sinned against you and and that you turned away from them for a moment, oh God, that your compassion has drawn near to them and that you promised to protect them, to elevate them, to care for them, to shepherd them as the good shepherd you are. Thank you, oh God, for the, uh, the exhortations and the admonitions to endure, to persevere, to keep going, and to re- and the reminder that it's not by might, that it's not by strength, but but victory in the crown of life is given to the one who endures until the very end. And I thank you, O oh God, that here in these letters, O oh God, to the various churches that, that you acknowledge, I know that your, your, your strength is worn out. I know you're tired, but you've kept faith, but you've held on. And because you've held on, the crown of, uh, um, the crown of life awaits you. Elevation awaits you. Authority uh, uh, to rule over and to judge the nations awaits you. Those of us who have kept faith, those of us who are washing our, our robes, oh God, in the blood of the Lamb. God, would you help us, oh God, to persevere? Would you help us not to give up? Would you help us, oh God, not to let the, the delays of our lives, the disappointments, um, the oppression that we experience to take our eyes off of you, to take our eyes off of the prize, which is to dwell with you in glory forever and ever. That it is, it is to know that, that if Jesus were to return right now, that Jesus is coming for those who are waiting for him. And I pray that we will be in the number of those who are, uh, who are waiting and who are taken and who are claimed as Jesus' own. I thank you, O oh God, 
that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Let our boast be in that, oh God, knowing that it's by your grace that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life and they will never, ever be erased. So would you help us to persevere? Would you help us, oh God, to continue to push against the tide of the culture? Oh God, the waves of the culture, oh God, the currents are so thick and deep and and violent, oh God. And there's a true temptation to walk away and just to go and to let the 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 winds and the waves of every do- doctrine and and cultural norm or trend carry us away, oh God. But would you help us to be the children of God, to be countercultural, to live lives that are counter to the culture, that don't make sense maybe to the natural eye, but help us, oh God, to know that we are here to please you and to honor and love our neighbors and to love. You are thrice holy God with all our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength, oh God. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Many today have given up on church, but God has not and does not give up on the church. The church is God's idea. And once we truly understand what God has in mind for his people, we can become who he wants us to be. In his book, Becoming the Church, Bishop Claude Alexander shows how the original Christians did not always understand what the church was supposed to be, but God worked in them anyway to become the community that he intended. After the resurrection of Jesus, his followers were transformed from disillusion and doubt to become a people of conviction and new life. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we too can be transformed by Jesus and model to the world what it means to know Him as the church. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off Becoming the Church, plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so take